Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Time now for the WEEI Producers Show on WEEI. WEEI. And streaming everywhere on the Odyssey app. Boston, Massachusetts, how are you? This is the WEEI Producers Show on December 2nd. Only one month left in the year 2023, which could be good or bad, depending on how you look at it. My name is Ryan Garvin, producer of Jones and Mega with Arcan, joined alongside Billy Lanny, producer of the Gresh and Fourier Show. Billy Lanning, good morning, sir. Good morning. How's it going? I'm doing very well. Behind the glass, Joe Braverman, who gets the uh, distinct pleasure of producing the producer show. Good morning, Joe Braverman. Good morning, Ryan. Good morning, Billy. Well, yes, producer Joe. of the producers and of Six Rings post game and everything else on the weekend. There's some inception level kind of ways you got to look at producing the producer show as we are here on, you know, yet another gray, rainy, crappy Saturday morning where we get to lament about our oh, favorite yeah, this Boston is, sports this teams. Is getting a little too regular. Oh, I'm used to it. I'm yeah. used to it. It's if if I wake up and the sun's out, I'm going, "What's going on?" Right, right, right. I'm Can't not be coming. Sad. In. It must not be Saturday. So uh, no shine. Shine's off doing shine stuff. So we'll we'll uh, catch up with shine uh, later on. I'm I'm going to be uh, curious to talk to him. Obviously about some uh, his his favorite time of year is coming up. We're only a couple months out from the draft. We're only a couple months out from sitting and cutting up some some cheese and some crackers and, oh, right. and on the pork board and and and, and watching Choc- film and forty season. times and and pole vaults and whatever else they do over That'd be at awesome. the. Uh, they should the mix combine. in some Olympic events into the uh, the combine. That would, the the long jump. They yep. got that. Maybe you throw one of those like uh, those cannonballs. Yeah, shot, put. shot put it. Yeah, the cannonball. Put, yeah. I, I, I know what I'm saying. It's a cannonball. Cannonball. I'm fine. They substitute bench press for cannonballs. That would be fun. Cannonball chucking or keg tossing like the uh, the strongman competitions. But unfortunately, we got to live in this time in this reality where there is still, Boring. in fact, about 360 minutes left of Patriots football. About another. Uh, 20 to 25 press conferences with Bill Belichick and whoever the starting quarterback is. But I want to take some inventory real quick. I want to just, you know, pop around and, and, and get an idea of, of what we have going on. Like, uh, for instance, this box of Capri Sun has been sitting in the studio at here a month. for a, a month. At you think least. a month? I'm saying at since least. the summertime, this has been here. 
Ooh, that's a good question because it's it's courtesy of Fourier. Yes, because uh, their final segment of the show we do. Are you done? Uh huh. And my are you done was the world record for Capri Sun drinking. Yeah, it was. And you know, eighty five degrees outside. I think. The last <laughs> and you know, we had and, the and you know, Fourier, and it was instantly a competition for him because he thought, oh, I could do that. Yes, and and here we are. It's still here. So inventory that that's still check. All right, that we've got that. Uh, let's look around. What else we got? Uh, oh, the Bruins. Uh, the Boston Bruins, uh, let's talk about the Boston Bruins. Haven't watched them, to be totally honest. Uh, I know they win a lot of games. I was uh, We were just talking uh, before the show, Billy. Neither yep. one of us really uh, scared of this three-game backslide that nope. they did. Seems like they have two quality goaltenders, uh, and that's really about all I feel with this team. I'll come join you uh, when the football season's over because I made the mistake of investing a lot of time into this team last year. Yeah. One of the best regular season hockey team ever. Oh my god! Can't wait for the playoffs to be blown out. They're done. One round. Dunzo. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna wait this time. Yeah, they yeah. don't. You guys don't deserve the benefit of the doubt. Quite frankly, no. We'll check in with them, see how they're doing. But yeah, to to overanalyze what they're doing so far isn't yep. necessary. Joe, thoughts Fish on that's not gonna take the bait. Nope, not at all. All right, moving on. Red Sox. <laughs> so the Red Sox. You might feel a little warm in here. It's not the hot stove starting to heat up for the Red Sox no. because uh, Jeff Passan. Uh, if you don't have ESPN Plus, uh, you will not be able to read his uh, very, I'm assuming, well-sourced uh, write-up of the state of free agency right now. You can go to WEI.com and check out Rob Bradford's write-up of uh, where the Red Sox are in free agency. I've got good news and bad news. You guys want the good news first or you guys want the bad news first? I vote bad. Okay. The Red Sox are reportedly turning away from Shohei Otani along, I think, with like the Rangers and the Mets. Uh, but... <laughs> Yeah, listen, I'm just the, I'm hey. just the guy. Told, I'm hey. just the guy. Don't boo the yeah, messenger. He told you it was bad news. I told you. Well, you weren't going to like it unless you were, you know, hoping and praying that the Red Sox actually stood a chance of getting Shohei Otani, which I never real Like, I wanted him. It would right. be great. I wasn't going to sit and go, oh, yeah, they're absolutely in. They're going to drop $600 yeah, right. million dollars on this guy. New down the street. Oh, Why yeah. wouldn't he come here? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, he works at the his office. His shoes are here. <laughs> like, he could have his shoes bullet trained to him if he wanted yeah, yeah. to. Like, it's no issue for a man Same thing, like measures. Kawhi Leonard isn't here. New Balance is right down the street. So, that's the bad news. Uh, the good news is they are still apparently in on the pitching phenom coming from the Oryx Buffaloes of Yoshinobu Yamamoto, who... Yeah, there we go. Right. See? It's good not news. all bad. It's not all bad this morning on a gray Saturday morning on the producer show. Um, and I feel good about that. I Will they go get him? Probably not. But, again, I like the idea that they've addressed the uh, the notion that maybe they need some pitching going forward, Billy. Oh, yeah, that's, they, absolutely need, they absolutely need pitching going forward. The thing is, is how much is it going to cost? What is it going to cost them, $50 million just to talk to them? It's a high posting fee. I've seen totals of anywhere from $200 million to like $220, $240 million. Uh, he's a young pitching prospect. His stuff is filthy. Yep. You might have seen him in the WBC. I've done dug a little bit deeper. I, I enjoy watching him. Mm. Uh, his approach on the mound, his, his stuff is so good. And I think you need a guy. I think any team that gets him is going to be very fortunate that they have him because that's sort of like a building block kind of guy. And it, who knows? If you're one of these people that thinks Brian Bayo is going to be this top-line elite starter, which I'm not, by the way, you wouldn't want a guy to pair with him, and you could have you know a nasty one-two combo. Um, I think it's more likely that you know 
maybe it's Jordan Montgomery, maybe it's Eduardo Rodriguez. Lou Merloni in real time right now is walking his dog, arguing with people on Twitter uh, about how long this is going to take, if this is a, a two-year plan, if it's going to take longer than that. I don't think that should shock you either, Red Sox fans, and, and you're going to start to get a, a, a better idea of this once football's over and, and once these guys start to come off the board and you're probably going to, you know, there's a good chance we're going to set our expectations too high for Craig Breslow's right. first year. There's a lot of pitchers already off the board too. Nola re-signed. Yep. Uh, Sonny Gray yep. re-signed. Uh, Luis Severino. Like Again, these are players that you know you never thought of to be connected to the Red Sox, but it's just you're seeing these pitches... They're getting paid. You know, the 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 Ronaldo Lopez's of the world, the Lance Lynn's of the world. Like they're not huge deals, but their team's making moves for pitching and, and you haven't done anything yet. Chances are they're probably better than what you'd be going into the year with too. I don't know if the Red Sox would get weird with it and try and, and see if they could get a Tyler Glass now. Uh uh, Sean McAdam. Sean McAdam did a a good podcast appearance on on Play Tessie, which is a WEI podcast. Go check that out. He was talking to Chris Cotillo as well. Uh, it doesn't sound like uh, Dylan Cease is a name that interests them at all. But the point is, there's a lot of pitchers out there, and it's a position of need. Uh, so at that point, Bruins haven't watched. Red Sox feeling good, feeling bad. Kind of a mixed bag with them. Boston Celtics. Uh, first of all, congratulations that they squeaked out a win. Uh, to the Tyree, Ty- Tyrese Maxi-less, Joel Embiid-less 76ers last night. That game was not a lot of fun. No. And in the middle of the game, or in the fourth quarter, it was Tatumless. Yeah. It was Tatumless. Uh, Tatum uh, says he did not say anything to the referees. If you didn't see that game last night, Jason Tatum got ejected in the third quarter. Uh, claims he didn't curse. Claims he did. What did he say, Joe? Didn't get his money's worth. Uh, I find that very hard to believe when two officials at the same time go, get out of here. Yeah. Money's worth is extremely subjective. Yeah. It's like, unfortunately, you know, in Jason Tatum's mind, he probably thinks he should get, because he cited other instances of guys have said way more than I have. And, you know, I think it's one of these things where he's like, ah, I'm not quite there yet. And I feel like I should be among those guys that can sit and talk crap to the referees. Yeah, but he's always been that way. It wasn't like oh, he yeah. developed into this player and then all of a sudden started barking at the referees. He's always been vocal with officiating. So they have, you know, the, his, his his string is a little bit shorter than other players when it comes to what you can get away with. Yes, it's like you're you're going to have your time. You'll right. be able to say your piece. Um, I thought probably the most, and, and obviously the Celtics continue to, to win all these games. I'm not going to sit and stress over a, a tight game against uh, a 76ers team that, that trotted out like, you know, uh, Tobias Harris and B-Ball Patrick Paul. Beverly was the leading scorer for crying out loud. Yeah, he had like 26. That's kind of my yeah. point, Joe, is I'm not going to lose it with this team. If like, Okay, if, if you play this team in, in seven games, do you think the Celtics are going to lose that series? No, of course they're not going to lose that series. Uh, I think the, the funniest thing to come out of this week is like everyone can find... Look, I don't get to be right a lot, but I said from... The summertime when they announced this stupid tournament that people are going to have problems with it. I thought the whole premise was kind of weak. Um, I love basketball. I can sit and watch two random NBA teams on any given night, especially when I'm gambling on it, too. Then it makes it really fun. But I am able to sit and watch games in, in, in December, in, in late November, and go, okay, it's kind of fun to see where these teams are, what these teams are good at, what they're not good at. 
And instead, Adam Silver, in the interest of keeping his players engaged, because I guess you need to engage the players to do their job, said, let's have an in-season tournament. Okie doke, fine. What are the rules? Well, well, you figure it out. I think the talk of the scoring differential thing was some of the more entertaining rhetoric that, that I've seen all week. Yeah, it's true, because the thing is, too, is you... Like, again, we weren't really sure the rules of it. We just kind of knew, like, okay, the court's going to be different. You'd be paying a lot of attention if you, like, I just happened to, like, be listening to a game and go, wait, point differential's a thing? So that's what happened the other night against the Bulls is, like, for the first time, you're like, oh, wow, there is actually something worth paying attention to. You know, it's you're paying attention to it. I mean, we could still say early season matchup with the Bulls. Because you're rooting for the team to be, I think it needed to win by twenty. It was twenty three points, right? Yeah, and even then, it's like no lead safe in the NBA, and they 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 were really playing against the Nets. They were playing a figure on the scoreboard. Um, and my goodness, just Joe Missoula seemed very aware of what was going on. The idea that Billy Donovan, the the coach of the Chicago Bulls, did not was was absolutely ridiculous. Billy Donovan has been a, a coach in this league four years in the notion that, you know, why why are you hacking Andre Drummond? Which Andre every single do you notice how every single player knew in postgame to just call it Hack a Drummond? Right. Obviously from the, the Hack a Shack thing, Hack a Jordan what or DeAndre Jordan. But if you're Andre Drummond, you'd be like, come on guys. Like we we don't all need to keep saying and you just say when you intentionally right, right, fouled me right. and put me at the free throw line. Like first of all, I'm not gonna feel bad about a guy that can't make his free throws. Nope, like I'm just free I, for a reason. They you have a job. Your job is to, I mean, Billy, like, if, if you went to answer a phone yep. and you just dropped the phone seven out of eight times, would you like, okay, maybe I should practice like picking up the phone, yeah. putting it to my ear. Okay, let me do that at half speed. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's becoming easy. Practice. Let me do it at three-quarter speed. That's all you got to do with your free throws. You just practice them. But, no, it, it offended the sensibilities of, of Jalen Brown and, and Drew Holiday and Jason Tatum didn't like to you know, respect the game. And I'm like, this is... You guys dunk on each other. Right. You jam each other's genitals in your right. face while you're hanging on the rim yeah, and you shoulder bump guys you're, you're mad about. Re- posterize somebody. Respect the game. Stop no, it. Stop Win the them. game. It's always been the thing. It's uh, I've I've never been the person to be like, oh, you shouldn't be running up the score. Okay, we'll stop them from scoring. Oh, my goodness. Like Simple as. Yeah, and but Joe Mazzulla liked it, and 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 Joe Mazzulla's weirdness continues to be weird. Um, but I I liked it. I I thought that was sort of an interesting thing. I think the whole tournament's still stupid. Right, I think gets me excited. It absolutely gets me excited math. too. Math, math, numbers, finding ways to win zero point zero differentials. Um, all that being said, like it's still sort of a sign of where this team is and where they have to be because despite the fact that like. The players obviously felt some kind of way about running up the score, and Joe Mazzulla had no problem with it. The one thing Joe Mazzulla has, has mentioned several times since that game was the mentality, the the ability to flip that switch, so to speak, and, and to go out there and play hard for 48 minutes because I thought that was the premise of what you're doing in any sport in this show. We're going to you know, try to be entertaining for the better part of an hour. If you're a basketball player, you're going to try to play hard for 48 minutes instead of just coasting through. And I think that Joe Mazzulla is on the right side of this, and I'm finding that I'm agreeing with Joe Mazzulla more and more, and I'm not sure what that says about me, considering I wanted him shot into the sun last year. Um, I'm trying to find this one quote that I saw from from his buddy Gary Washburn. 
uh, about where Gary, he is with man. the coaches. Like, do we know where that started from? Like, I don't. I personally heard that and didn't think it was like a big deal. And uh, in, in what you're referencing was that back and forth about uh, – I read an article. I read an article Nichols. seven years ago, right? And and you you were pointing out that we were shooting too many threes then. Like I don't, I don't know where that started. I just I, never knew Gary Washburn to be like a fe- ruffle feathers. No, I, you know I don't. What I mean, I don't know. You ever think he really did gut your journalism where Missoula has to make it a point to be like, all right, let's see what this guy has to say. I don't think he is either. And I feel like if it was anybody else, I would have much more of an issue with it. But I have such a, a, a high level of respect for Gary Washburn right. and the work that he does. You, I was just finished reading a great article that you wrote in 2016 that the Celtics shot too many threes. And it- yeah, I, look, I'm I'm not I'm not going to sit and quibble over that because the fact is, like you know, Joe can do a great job and everything. Gary Washburn will be here covering this team long after Joe right. Mazzulla is gone. Like he, Gary Washburn will continue to do good work and cover this team. And I don't think that this was any kind of big tiff that that's going to set things in a right. weird place between those guys. Like I think if anybody is qualified to sit and joust with Joe Mazzulla. It's Gary Washburn, and I think you know he's done a good job of that. So, all that being said, we have taken inventory. Let's recap. Capri Sun box still left in the studio. Midday guys, clean up your crap. Bruins haven't watched them. Can't wait. We'll see you in January. Keep playing well. You'll probably have two goaltenders, even though you only need one. Red Sox off season. Uh, not feeling great, not feeling terrible, still a lot of time left. If you only have Jordan Montgomery and maybe another pitcher, will you feel good about the offseason? I don't know. Still time to talk. And the Celtics, uh, you know, beat Joel Embiid, uh, no Joel Embiid, excuse me, and the Philadelphia 76ers last night continue to be the class of the NBA. And, oh, boy, big tournament games coming up. Uh, so we've taken inventory of all the sports teams in Boston, and I feel pretty good. About where we are. Yeah, I'm with you. I think, I think you're up. missing one, though. Uh, nope. Nope. I, I think I've talked about all that. We are a three team market here in Boston. And, uh, Can I give you a commercial break to uh, let you uh, think the, over it? The Revs named a new sporting director. Fine. When we return from this trending and commercial break, we will take inventory of. Your New England Patriots, if you would like to join us this morning on the Producers Show, the number to dial 617-779-7937, 617-779-7937. You want to weigh in on what's been going on with the other three teams or if you want to sit, and uh, we're probably going to hammer the Patriots here for the next segment. Uh, we will do all that first. Joe Braverman gets you caught up on what is trending. Gresham Fourier, weekdays 10 to 2. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. As we just talked about, Celtics continuing their winning ways last night over the 76ers. They remain undefeated at home, 125 to 119. No Joel Embiid, no Tyrese Maxey for Philly. Jason Tatum was ejected at the end of the third quarter for arguing an offensive foul. He talked postgame about playing devil's advocate for himself. I've been in the league long enough. I've seen a lot. Worse behavior and reactions get tolerated for a lot longer. So, you know, for those two to throw me out the game, uh, I was shocked. And, uh, you know, it's like you always say, get your money's worth, right? We get fined for these texts. And I definitely did not get my money's worth uh, for getting thrown out the game tonight. 
Four Celtics scored over 20 points. Tatum and Derek White finished with 21. Al Horford, Jalen Brown contributed 20. The season now head to Indiana to face the Pacers in the quarterfinals of the in-season tournament on Monday. The Bruins are back in action tonight for a rivalry matchup in Toronto against the Maple Leafs. This is the first of a back-to-back for the PB's puck drop is set for 7 o'clock. Final injury report has been released as the Patriots gear up to host the L.A. Chargers. Receivers Kayshawn Booty and Demario Douglas have already been ruled out to correspond. The team has elevated Malik Cunningham to the 53-man roster. Six other players are listed as questionable. This is Chris Board, Ezekiel Elliott, Trent Brown, Riley Reeve, City So, and Dietrich Wise. For the Chargers, the only big name is receiver Keenan Allen. He is questionable with a quadricep injury. Pass and charges kickoff from Gillette at 1 p.m. tomorrow afternoon. In college football, third-ranked Washington knocked off fifth-ranked Oregon in the Pac-12 championship, the last ever for the conference. The Huskies all but guaranteed a spot in the college football playoff with an undefeated regular season at 13-0. And championship weekend continues in college football, including the SEC championship between Georgia and Alabama, followed by the Big Ten Championship with Michigan and Iowa. You can listen to both games here on 93.7 WEI-FM with coverage starting at 3.30 following KJ and Lions. I'm Joe Braverman, and that's what's trending on WEI and WEI.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. If Zappi does get the start, um, how much of a difference does he make? None. I mean, what does he do? I don't see him do anything this year. Like, they, they, you know, look, it, it's the old adage, right? You know, if you have two quarterbacks, you don't have one. I mean, they're just throwing, you know, they're just grabbing at straws. Look, we're down to 13 quarterbacks in this league. That's, to me, what Zappi is, a 13 quarterback. Probably finish a game for you. I don't think he, he's going to do anything special out there. He isn't going to suddenly become a 70% completion quarterback to me. He doesn't look like a guy that um, that could come in there and win games for you right now. That was the voice of football analyst and lover of all things film-related, Brian Baldinger. I heard that on uh, – Gresh in Fourier earlier this week. He calls in, what, every Thursday? Every Thursday. Every Thursday. Check out Brian Baldinger. 
Uh, Dan Orlovsky also said the same thing uh, to us on Jones and Mega with Arcand as far as what Bailey Zappi can bring to this team. This is the WEI producer show. Ryan Garvin, Billy Lanny, Joe Braverman producing behind the glass. If you'd like to join us this morning, talk uh, Patriots or maybe talk some positives with the other uh, teams because uh, there are other teams in this city. Uh, you can join us at 617-779-7937. You can text 37937. I can't see the text screen. It's all the uh, on the other side of the studio, but hey, if you want to you know, get some crap off your chest. Go I'll keep for it. I'll it. keep an eye. Billy on it. will will glance on over there. Nothing worth reading right now. So this, we we were just talking in the break, Billy, about uh, your your inability to root uh, for the Patriots uh, to lose football and I, uh, football games. Excuse me. And I I think this has been such an interesting like psychological glance at the uh, you know the the sports fan that's been able to see their football team dominate for the better part of 20 years and just how skewed it makes everything after the fact. So elaborate a little bit on what you were saying as far as like what your inability to root for the Patriots to lose football. I can't, I just, I can't do it. I can't sit down on a Sunday or a Monday night. Well, once would be a Monday night. Oh, we'll get to that. I can't, I I can't do it as a fan of the team. And it is, yeah, the past 25 years or whatever were great. It was awesome and amazing. And it's, it's tough to see what they're going through right now, but I can't, tune into a game and root for them to lose just based on a draft pick. Because, again, and this is my ignorance towards college football. I'm not a huge college football guy. I kind of skim the internet just to kind of learn names and what they're capable of doing. But the thing is, it's like I can't – I'm too invested in the team to to get settled in on a Sunday, get comfortable on the couch, and then boo them. I'd I'd, I'd, I'd not watch the game before I would root against them. See, I don't even think you got to, you know, sit there and and boo them or throw popcorn at your television or throw the TV out the window. Or not get frustrated when somebody throws a pick. Somebody, you know what I mean? Right. That's that's still going to happen. I'm not going to be like, oh, nice, a turnover. You know what I mean? I I can't do it. Because I'm I'm not going to try to convert you. Your fandom is your fandom. It's clearly more pure than mine. Uh, But I've heard a lot of these people, you people... Uh, still exist, and I think there's still a lot of you out there uh, where the idea of rooting against your hometown team, the team that you grew up loving, doesn't feel right. And I'll just say this, like, don't think of it as rooting against your football team. Think of it as rooting for your future football-watching experiences because – I had uh, Joe come back with with Brian Baldinger to to point out the fact that yes, uh, Bailey Zappi might not do anything for this team. This is what the experts are saying. Dan Orlovsky, Brian Baldinger, others are saying the same thing. Uh, but Bailey Zappi is in fact starting against the L.A. Chargers. I got a tweet here, and it's sort of been. Uh, I, I like to think I was way ahead. No, I was obviously not way ahead of it. I still thought there was a chance that Mac Jones was going to start this game. Uh, I was in the same boat. Going into uh, Thursday, I think, because all I heard after the Colts game is, yeah, you can't bring him back after that. You can't do it. Oh, my God, it's never been done. And then it was done. Right. He, he, he was benched, what, four times this year already? four times. Right. Well, why Only not this season could a starter get benched four times it, and still be the starter. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, don't what, tell what, me it's impossible. We've seen it three times before this. What if this week's a reverse of last week? Where Zappy does the first half, Mac does the second half. Well, that that's oh. this again is, because no matter who's in there, they're not. That's not the team doesn't get this 
big boost. And I'm like, you know, all of a sudden, like, oh, here we go. Now. Yeah, the only reason Mac was getting the start was because he was the best option. And the best option stinks. Well, I think it was more along the lines of if you have to earn your opportunities, as Bill Belichick has said and Bill O'Brien keeps saying, uh, yeah, Mac Jones is going to dust Bailey Zappi and Malik Cunningham and Will Greer and Ian Book and whoever else, Matt Corral, whoever else is 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 out there playing quarterback. Like, yeah, he was a first-round draft pick for a reason. Right. Whether you think he is good or not, he is going to be better on paper than guys who went undrafted or fourth-round, whatever. Um, but there is sort of this morbid curiosity I have where you put Bailey Zappi out there and what if it does look good then at that point maybe the 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 portion of of the fandom that that Billy Lanny represents that still want this team to perform well that's why I say don't think of it as rooting against this football team you have to think of it as rooting for a better future of football watching experiences and that's what these losses will bring you because there's a real opportunity to make some changes. I'm not saying it's going to vault you back into the football stardom that this team has been able to enjoy for the past two decades. But my goodness, I mean, the Houston Texans were a joke of a franchise using your store brand Patriots guys in Nick Casario and, uh, you know, Jack Easterby and whoever else went down there, uh, to do a job and it didn't work out until they found a quarterback. And now at the very least, I'm not saying the Houston Texans are going to blow doors in the playoffs, but I guarantee that is a more watchable product than what Patriots fans have been getting for the past 12 weeks. At least they have potential and a bright side, which is the opposite of what you can right. say. Here. See, that's the thing too, is when it comes to these Patriots games is what we watch is there's nothing to watch for. You know what? I mean? If Christian Gonzalez wasn't injured, we could be at least watching this young, dynamic player develop. You know what I mean? Judon gets hurt, so it's like, all right, so we can't even say, like, all right, well, I want to tune in because their defense is this. Okay. Yeah, is there anybody there on the an... field right now that excites you? They're right. Is, no, no. Like, nobody... oh, I'm looking forward to seeing them next Look at year. Th- right, exactly. Look at it this way. It's like, who are you tuning in to watch? And at this point, there's nobody. Well, uh, there so, isn't anybody you're like, oh, man, let's watch the play of this. Let's see how this person's doing. It doesn't a, exist a, with this team right it's now. It's a very pertinent question. It's so pertinent. Uh, NBC Sports Boston does this every year. They put out their uh, their twenty under twenty five guys across uh, Boston sports. Your building block, so to speak. Um, I have so again. Keep all of this in mind if you want the Patriots to win. If you want Bailey Zappi to succeed at the cost of draft position. By the way, not just your first round, but like the rest of the draft, second, third. You can get guys. You can bring guys in that are going to be difference makers right away. So keep that in mind when I start reading this list of your under 25, right? Your studs, right? Your building blocks, right? Okay. Let's start with um, Bryce Baringer. Punter. Punter. Uh, it's it's alphabetical to be for right, to right, be fair. No, yeah, no particular order other than alphabetically, and that's even what it says. He's a punter. But yeah, Got it. So ma- and it, it does matter. Uh, I I don't know where he is. I know there was a portion earlier in the season where statistically he was one of the worst punters. In is football. he a lefty? Oh, I don't even care. <laughs> they honestly Bill does. You think we would have this committed to memory? We've seen this team punt so many times. Okay, fine. Barringer doesn't get you excited. What about Christian Barmore? Yeah. I okay. Didn't... Christian Bar building block. No, of course, no, of course not. But 
Christian Barmore, good player. Yeah, good complimentary piece. Good compl- right. Thank you. Best way to put it, Joe. Could have. I thought he was going to be really, really good going into his second year. He was injured. Uh, I, I don't know what his circumstances were. He's had some good games, but I've also there's been a lot of times where I feel like you go the entire game and you never hear his name called. Okay, fine. Kayshawn Booty? I haven't seen enough. Not, no? Not Kayshawn? Okay. Stop me when you got a guy like, finally, that's a guy. You can win with that guy. Pop Douglas. He's one of those guys. Pop Douglas well, has the I could see potential of being one of those guys. Okay, on a real football team, Pop Douglas might be your third best receiver. Here, he is Jesus in cleats. Okay, but until you get other quality guys, then yeah, you're you're going to look at somebody who's a good player, like he's an elite player. And yeah, I don't the key, think the he's key elite. phrase you have there is building block. You're not building your offense around Demario Douglas. The, thank you. These are the guys that are going to like. This list years ago was like Charlie McAvoy and Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Mac Jones was on that list once upon a time. Mac Jones is not 25 or 25 anymore. These are supposed to be the guys that you should feel good about for the future. A Christian Gonzalez. Yep, feel good about him. I, okay. A lot of people feel that way. He looked good in the time that he was in, and then he got injured. Fact is, who I don't know what he is going to come back as. I don't know if he's going to be that same player. I don't know if he was even as good as he looked early on. It's an incomplete for me. I'm not going to sit and, and get excited over three games of availability. Uh, Marte Mapu? Yeah. <laughs> Nothing. Tyquan Thornton? Keon White? Exactly. That's your list, Okay. <laughs> That is your list, so I want you. Oh, I'm sorry, I, no, I missed one. one. More. Bailey Savage, yeah, bottom of the. I, I didn't keep scrolling. No, no, no. We actually just we go A to Z. We go B to Z. Um, and so, his name is Zappy. His name is Zappy. Uh, Tony Kornheiser. I think that was Tony Kornheiser. Um, yes, it was. Wow, look at me. Uh, so that is the idea. That is because I keep I hear these phone calls and I talk to Billy and I talk to other people that that just I I can't do it. I can't root against my football team. I can't boo them. This is what your future is because of how bad you have drafted because of Bill Belichick's just total, I, I don't know. Is it a mental block? Is it just so then stubbornness? Why I be, so why should I be rooting for losses if that's going to improve a draft that you just said that, oh, well, it might not be anything? No, not this draft. The next draft, the future, the chance to legitimately change the culture, the chance to legitimately change your fortune is going forward because there is not a single guy on this roster, 1 through 53, that I go, that's the guy I want. That's the guy that you can build around. It is such. It, it, I love these lists because it is such a sign of how sorry this football team is. I really thought after you know. Here's a great question: At what point did you kind of? And I don't know. Maybe you don't. Maybe you think you got a chance. I don't know. I don't want to speak for you, Billy. At what point in this season did you go? Oh wow, this is bad. I did not think it was going to be this bad. This team is bad. Uh, I'm going to say it was probably after the Saints loss. Boom. Thank you. Great answer. I felt the exact same way. Not that it was a bad loss, but it was like you got blown out the week before, too. I felt it was back to back blowouts. The, look, full disclosure, going into the season, I thought this team could win nine or 10 games. I was one of these people that absolutely thought yep, that Bill, right Bill O'Brien was going to fix this offense because, good Lord, if they can win eight games with Matt Patricia and Joe Judge, they should absolutely have no problems. Apparently, the damage was far more severe than any of us could have ever anticipated. And then they get killed on the road. Matt Jones looks so bad. Little did we know, oh, it could get worse. 
the rock bottom. You can keep digging, actually. There's a layer of rock right, under that rock, and you can actually get there. You don't know rock Fortier bottom. keeps telling us in the postgame show, it's only going to get worse. And me, Fitzy, and Hart are like, how, how? And then, as you say, a new thing pops up. where they get flexed, everything. Where they get flexed out of Monday Night Football, and it's quarterback controversy. It's like you have to think of the most wildest things for it to get worse. And and that is such a, a good way to look at it is your perspective. You, you might think that things are as bad as they can get until your perspective changes because I really thought after that Saints game like you, man, oh, this is bad. This is this is going to be a long year. And it was home. It was a home game. You know what I mean? So you lose in Dallas. You're like, all right, Dallas is a good team. You're not a good team. And the Saints are That's not a fine. good team either. So, right. So you enter the Saints game, and, and they were dealing with it. I think, I don't know if Kyle was hurt at the time or he was dealing with something at the time. So you're like, oh, all right, here we go. And then they get. Oh, he had a shoulder. Yeah. yeah. And then they get shut out at home. Like wow, this this is bad. Yeah, but the, it it gets worse. It gets worse because then you go to Vegas and and Garoppolo gets knocked out of that game, and you still can't come back against Brian. Right, Hoyer. you slipped in a will win against the Bills, and you're like, oh, all right, okay, and then no, and and you get embarrassed to the Colts, and then it leads you to. So I really thought after that Saints game, I'm like, nothing's going to shock me at this point. Right. I'm not going to wake up and go, oh wow, didn't see that one coming. Uh, until Thursday, when you know Ian Rappaport, Mike Grease, and a cast of uh, blue checkmark thousands that that know more about football than I do, said the Patriots Chiefs game for Monday Night Football has been flexed. That has that's never happened before. No, not a Monday that, Night that's game. Never happened. Nope. You're usually the team getting flexed in, and now you're the team getting flexed out. And uh, and we don't need to play it, Joe. But Mike North, who is the vice president of broadcast planning, was talking to Jimmy Traina on the Sports Illustrated podcast and said, like, you know, two things. One. It's the league. The league makes these decisions. Like the the broadcast partners will have some say in it, but at the end of the day, the NFL has to decide what is best for the NFL. Two, they they flex football games not necessarily not not to get the best game into that spot, but actually to get a bad game out of that spot. Mm. They're not flexing the Patriots because the Eagles are so good. They're flexing the Patriots because the Patriots are so bad. And from everything that I've heard from, from again, people that know this stuff, it doesn't sound like the Crafts are overly upset about this. It sounds like the Crafts knew. Obviously, you're going yeah, to right. let the you're owner know, like, hey, up. by the way, this is probably going to happen in the next week or so. Right. They're at every game. They see it. They know it. There's no way they're surprised by it. And I think if Robert Kraft wanted, Robert Kraft could have said, absolutely not. I want to see Taylor. Right. He, He's got enough pull in the league where he could have fought it. And he didn't. He fought it. You know, in the back of my mind, I looked at him like, I wonder if this is the John Henry equivalent of $1 tickets for a Yankees game and people still don't care. Oh. You know what I mean? Ooh. Like, that's how I thought. Like, because at that point, Henry's, mm. Henry sees that happen. Okay, this is finally affecting who's coming to the stadium. I have to do something. And it's, but apparently the crafts are kind of like have accepted it. And like, this is, it is what it is to them. And what really bugs me is like, I don't think the rest of the NFL should be spared from this football watching experience. I wanted this to happen. Oh my god, and, how many fans are loving this? Are absolutely love they had to deal with the Patriots for 20 years, I guess. Oh, or you mean around the I'm league? Around oh, yeah, non-Patriots like, fans. Oh ha, my god. Ha, ha. Like, oh You're my god, put it yours. on. Monday. Yeah, put it on Monday night. Let's see them get Oh, blown absolutely. Out. No. At I, home again. I wanted this to happen and honestly, it's probably still going to happen because the Patriots got to play Thursday night. Now Michaels and Kirk Herbstreit are going to snore their way through that game and talk about how bad it's been and how good they used to be. 
But it was really interesting watching like the Bears and the Vikings and just listening to uh, Joe Buck and Troy Aikman talk about the future of Justin Fields for three quarters. Uh, you know, Peyton and Eli got to sit there on their Manning cast and have sad Mark Wahlberg watch it or, you know, Billy Burr. That, that's what I want. You know, damn it. That's what you I want. want. An update from Bill I, Burr? No, I wanted Peyton and Eli to sit there with Bill Burr and the three of them can watch this putrid football experience that we have been subjected to for the past 13 years. And so, Bill Burke can say, oh, we're all lazy. It's cowardly radio that we're doing just to drum up, uh, you know, clicks and phone calls. Right, Bill? No. Actually, the team sucks as bad as as, as you don't seem to want to say that they do. And the rest of the league gets to be spared from watching this. And I don't want that because I feel if they play this game, we are starting to do the things that we need to do in order to make changes with this football team. It happens that way. Right. Have this Pat's struggles been seen on a national level this season? No. I mean, the Colts, if you wanted to wake up at 930 in the morning and watch the Colts, chances are people probably went apple picking that day. Let's go get a turkey. Yeah, the last primetime or like national level that they got was the Cowboys game. That was that, right, yeah. that. I don't remember Which my life in week before four. The, the, the Cowboys game, Joe. I don't remember anything. <laughs> All right. So this could have been such a great opportunity for the rest of the league to see how bad it has gotten. And then every national sports talk show, we've been doing it for months. Frankly, I'm tired of it. But, oh, it would be cathartic to be able to turn on the TV to start a podcast, any national-level football coverage, and go, oh, my God, what has happened to the Patriots? Oh, my God, they got to get a new quarterback. Oh, my God, Bill Belichick might not have it anymore and probably needs to leave, but we're not going to get that. And Robert Kraft is totally okay with that, which leads me to something I want to explore in the last segment is the possibility that one of, if not both, Mac Jones and Bill Belichick could they be back? Could they possibly want to run this back? We'll explore it on the other side. One more segment on the producer show after this. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Final segment of the WEI Producers Show. Ryan Garvin from Jones & Mega with Arcan. Billy Lanny from Gresh & Fourier hanging out with you on a Saturday morning. Uh, before I get into my nightmare scenario of running it back, let's uh, talk to Ray and Revere uh, real quick. Wants to talk about Robert Kraft. Ray, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Listen, I think this is all about Robert Kraft right now. I think the fans are irrelevant. And um, I can't help but think that he's looking back saying, I wish I paid Brady and muscled up on the roster instead of doing that $250 million stadium renovation. Because now it seems to me that – he set this thing up such that uh, Bill Belichick has got six games to put something on film to help Robert Kraft get out from underneath this contract. And uh, at this stage, guys, um, I think what Robert Kraft should have done is launch this guy and given the, given the sense that the fans actually matter here. Yeah, no, Ray. From my vantage point, guys, it's all about Kraft. Yep. Uh, thank you for the call, Ray. Appreciate Thanks, it. Man. And and that that's leading me into uh, the point I was making before the break. Now, Based on like 
But the pundits in the city are saying that, again, getting flexed out of Monday Night Football, not necessarily something that is going to uh, make Robert Kraft upset. I think if Robert Kraft wanted to step in and go, you better not, you son of a... He could have. Yep. He could have. But instead, I think it's easier for him to just, fine, put us on Fox, let it be Kenny Albert and Jonathan Vilma and, you know, Terry Bradshaw and, and, and Howie Long and the, and the whole gang, and it's it's not nearly going to be as bad. And, and that leads me into, and I've been thinking about this for weeks now, and it really is troubling, the notion that either Bill Belichick and or Mac Jones could return next year. And it's really simple. It's got nothing to do with, you know, well, there's a chance they could improve and Mac didn't get the way. No, I think the book has been written as far as Mac Jones' ability to play quarterback for the Patriots the way it is. I'm not saying he'll never be a player. I think he can be, but I just don't think it's ever going to work out here. I think the mental aspect of it, it's it's too damaging. And I think that, that Bill Belichick could either, you know, Go go sit in on his boat for the rest of his life or, you know, go be the curator at NFL Films. Go coach the Dallas Cowboys. I don't think it makes a difference. But the reality is both those guys are under contract next year. And when you start to think about the logistics of re- – and, and I hate asking questions – you guys are producers. I hate asking questions on radio that I don't have the answers to. Right. But I'm about to do that. Has it ever happened in the NFL where you have had to replace your head coach, your general manager, and your starting quarterback in one offseason? I mean, I ever. The, I mean, I'll say no just because it's so crazy. I don't a, think it's happened either. Idea, but, but that is that is like what? Yeah, then, not all not all at once because there's been like coaches and GMs fired midseason, and then they normally it's the one or the other. Normally, the quarterback wins, or normally the coach wins, and normally it's the quarterback. Not everybody. It's not a full slate. Like the the Patriots are entering some like really like weird times right now as far as what the shape of this team is going forward. And it's a Jones thing. I don't know if I necessarily Matt, Adam Jones, by the way, my Jones, not not Mac Jones, but the the whole idea that a it would be such a PR win if Robert Kraft had moved on from Bill Belichick weeks ago. Maybe, maybe we'll never know. But I think there is something to the idea of it hasn't happened yet. And out of every decision that Bill Belichick has made, what is the one that is keeping him here right now? Because I really don't think there's been anything in the last three to four years that would have him save his job, even with everything that he's done for this team. Moxie! Moxie indeed, Jones. And I look at that and go, goodness, Robert Kraft really feels like the guy that could be, I'm not saying content, but would be willing to sit with Bill Belichick and go, okay, we got to hash some stuff out, and then walk out of that meeting and go, this is going to be a lot of work. We got to figure something out. In the meantime, I'm already paying you. I'm already paying Mac. We're probably going to draft a quarterback anyway if we're going to have one of these top picks. But in the meantime, like you're under contract. And it's going to be easier to keep you here than try to just not not just replace you, by the way, but your entire staff. Like, I don't know if Steve and Brian want to stay if, uh, you know, Bill Belichick gets canned. And it's I'm not saying that it's it's definitely going to happen, but a lot of evidence has pointed to the fact that it's at least plausible. Yeah, I'm in the same I've been in the same boat for a while. I don't think I never thought he would get fired. I never thought Belichick would get fired. I, I think if anything, it's they ride out the contract. 
I think it's. I think they're both back here next year. I think Kraft gives it one more chance because, in all honesty, I think after next year, Bill's probably gone. Max probably gone. Jonathan probably takes over for Robert. Oh, that that, that gets even in. But you know what I mean. That's kind of that, that's like so a think, big, bigger I think, issue. I think I think Robert is in the mindset of like, look, I'm only doing this for another year, maybe two, before I hand it off to mm-hmm. my son. Like, why am I gonna? drive myself nuts, like, right. firing the greatest coach of all time, you know, putting that, like, one of my last moves would be to fire Belichick. I think it's more of they get all the three of them have one more year together right off in the sunset, and then we completely, like, gut the team and start over the year after next. I'm just saying it's in a year where we have seen every weird thing happen with the New England Patriots. It look completely unrecognizable uh, to to the fan base. Don't let anything surprise you at this point. Don't be surprised if Bailey Zappi goes out there and lights it up. Don't be surprised if Bailey Zappi goes out there and gets his doors blown off and, and looks as bad as every other quarterback that has played for this Patriots offense. Just keep it in the back of your mind. we got a lot of time to suss that out going forward, but just not today because we have run out of time. My name is Ryan Garvin. That's Billy Lanny. Joe Braverman producing The Producer Show. We do this every Saturday, unless there's a holiday, 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. as we lead you into Ken and Curtis. We'll be joining you next, so hang out. Don't go anywhere. We'll see you next Saturday. See ya. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.